This is the 99X Technology Podcast. Tune in to RTN Tech Sessions every Thursday for practical approaches and solutions to all things tech. Welcome to the very first podcast of the series. My name is Mithushan Jalang and your host for the session today. So joining me today, we have Dilipa and Bhutika to, to talk about the experience of the AWS certifications. So we'll be discussing about the ins and outs of their experience doing the certification program and how they got certified, right? So welcome to the show, guys. So I'll let you all do the introductions of yourselves to the listeners. Yeah, my name is uh, Buddhika Vijay Singha and I work for 99X Technology for about eight years now. And I work for Bulimapa Project and uh, as the architect of the project. Uh, currently, uh, I'm working as a senior tech lead at 99X Technology. Yeah, my name is uh, Dilipa. I've been at 99X for about two and a half years. Uh, I work as a developer for Bulimapa, so we are actually on the same project as well. We work extensively with AWS. We are actually one of the larger projects in the company that works that this extensively with AWS, I would say. Right, so given that fact now, uh, both of you have a fairly good amount of experience working with AWS regarding this project or maybe also of flight. Perhaps, but uh, given that fact, so what do you think that AWS provides that none of the other cloud providers in general provides? I think it's uh, maturity in their products because AWS was the first uh, cloud provider on the scene, so they have some really mature products. but of course, the other people are catching up. Uh, Asia and uh, GCP. Are, I mean, they have good services that can actually uh, compete with uh, AWS. Uh, another good thing I think that we see a little bit is in terms of pricing. AWS uh, pricing tends to be a bit better than the others. Uh, but generally, for us, uh, the reason we went for AWS is we took the decision to kind of migrate the. Uh, uh, entire application stack to the cloud uh, to the clouds about uh, two years ago, I think. Yeah. And at that time, AWS was the best uh, option given the maturity. Okay. So you mentioned that you were the architect of the project. So what did you work in regards to AWS? Like, what are your components of AWS that you use? Uh, when it comes to Bulimapa, we first started working with AWS services like uh, two years back. Uh, we built a new product for Bulimapa and uh, we started building that using AWS services. So it was a um, search uh, client where we want to uh, uh, provide real-time uh, professional search kind of a feature. And uh, with that experience and also at the same time, uh, uh, now, uh, we started building Bulimapa project like seven years back. Now we have a large code base and uh, uh, we, our requirements uh, when it comes to user experience are getting increased. So due to these reasons, we recently decided to uh, move our infrastructure to AWS. So that is the uh, second main task that we uh, did with AWS. So we moved our infrastructure to AWS. Uh, we are uh, we have all the legacy applications moved uh, to get all the advantages that cloud platforms provide like scalability, fault tolerance, etc. And uh, we have another plan as well. We have some future plans 
to migrate uh, this further with all the uh, probably with the advantages that provided in AWS managed services, etc. So, yeah. Okay, so jumping to the question of the whole topic of the podcast, uh, during our discussion before, you all mentioned that you all have done certifications program uh, given by AWS, right? So, we as develop from the developer community, everyone is like tech savvy, right? So everyone, there is no differentiation in terms of us really, it's basically experience and the project that we are working. Uh, how does, can you give me an introduction in terms of why you all did the certification and what exactly is AWS trying to promote through these certifications? Um, that's, a, that's a really good question. Uh, <laughs> why did we do the certification? Uh, I think uh, there's a couple of reasons. Uh, First off, you don't have to have the certification to work with AWS. I think that we have to say right off the start, like it's not a requirement to have it. It's just, um, it kind of, uh, but, but going through the certification process for me personally, it helped me uh, kind of understand what AWS is offering from a, in, in, a, in a very holistic way. Because when you use AWS, what will generally happen is you use it for your specific purposes, right? Like for example, if you just want to have a static site running, you will just use S3. If you just want to connect that to a database, you just use DynamoDB, something like that. And then the only thing you're good at is using S3 and DynamoDB. Uh, but then when you Take it a step, but, but when you do a certification like this, what will happen is you kind of, uh, you, you touch on a lot of other services and then you actually understand how you can provide things like uh, high availability, fault tolerance, how you can use their cloud front architecture to kind of uh, provide the really fast uh, load times for users that are using static sites and things like that. And for me, I think that's the most valuable thing that I got because yes, like I said in the beginning, um, our project uses AWS very extensively, but it does not mean that we use every single service. So just doing this certification kind of gave me that uh, kind of knowledge. So then the next time we have another problem that crops up or, you know, like uh, we have a new feature that we want to develop, um, new requirements that come in, we know exactly how to tackle it using the um, services we have with AWS and how to use it is, I think, the most very important thing. Yeah. Yeah, I think uh, Dilip covered a lot uh, when it comes to the uh, when it comes to your answer. Uh, adding to that, I think uh, when doing while doing the AWS certification, it uh, provides us a uh, provides us a good opportunity to understand all the underlying concepts about the architectural concepts that uh, provides with each AWS services. So that will be helpful when designing services when you have a, a broad knowledge on uh, different concepts uh, that they provide and what are the services that can be used to uh, facilitate each of the advantages. So that was one of the uh, expectations that we had. And at the same time, uh, it provides us as the uh, like even though we have some experience with AWS when it comes to project, we are limited to some set of services. And uh, it provides us uh, with certification, it provides us some uh, confidence about the uh, fact that uh, to be sure that we are using the uh, best services for our requirements. So, 
Yeah, I think uh, it, it really gives you the uh, ability to take a problem and find yeah. a solution for it a lot easier, right? Yes, exactly. Right, so, so that's actually a really convincing conversation right there about for people to actually get into certifications. Yeah. But in regards to that, so there's uh, four levels mm -hmm. of certification that AWS provides, so they call it the AWS certification parts. So that's going around being a foundational, associate, professional and speciality, right? What is the key difference between uh, all these four? And can you like give a brief introduction of why one would choose the other? <laughs> uh, key differences. I think you would be better off asking about key differences from someone that has done all of them. Right. Okay. Uh, but then just to give an overall idea, I think we can just give a very basic idea of how uh, this, how the certifications work in AWS. So. Like you said, exactly, uh, we start off with the foundational level and that's called the cloud practitioner and uh, that is a very basic idea of how all of their services work, kind of thing. And you don't have to do that to do the associates or the professional level courses. Uh, so what we did was we did, the, so moving on from that, under the professional and associate uh, uh, types of uh, uh, certifications that you can do, you have three different pathways. You have architect, operations, and developer. So what we chose to do was a solutions architect. So that was uh, the, the, so we have a, a solutions architect associate uh, certification. Um, I think we chose uh, architect because that's the most, uh, that covers the most variety of services, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. it's not a very, uh, it's not a very specific uh, thing compared to operations and developer. Yeah. When you look at operations, it's more about uh, people who are really deep into DevOps and things like that. Yeah, and I think it uh, more aligns aligns with our role in our project because uh, even though we uh, we work as like outsourcing model, we uh, we we are we are a product development company, so we have the responsibility when it comes to designing the product for our customer. So that. Uh, architect exam is more aligned with our role, so product designing mm -hmm. exactly. and uh, yeah, <clears throat> of course we do the development, but uh, when it comes to product development, I, I think it's more aligned. Yeah, and I think uh, when, it, when you look at the developer uh, pathway, the questions will be a little bit more um, kind of like a little bit more hands-on yes. kind of questions, whereas yeah. the architect level, it's a little bit more conceptual. Perfect. They want you to understand the concepts a lot better. So you tend to cover more services with architect and uh, at a higher level. But with developer, I think you just dig into a few uh, services, but at a deeper level. Yes. So I think, uh, and then of course you have the speciality branch where you have uh, big data, security, advanced networking, and so on. There is uh, five thing, different things there. If you're choosing for the people that are listening, I think if you're choosing, like if you're wondering where to start off with. What I would recommend is uh, if you have no cloud experience at all, you kind of uh, start off with the cloud practitioner. But then if you have been working with any cloud service, doesn't matter whether it's Azure or GCP or whatever it is, uh, you, you can start off at the associate level, but then try to pick out what's more relevant to you. Because if, like uh, Bhutika said, if you're not kind of involved with the designing the application and designing the architecture for your clients or for whatever product you're working on, then it's kind of pointless for you to do the architect. 
you might be better off with uh, the developer uh, certification. The idea at the end of the day, I think, is with all these certifications, is to just gain the knowledge, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, get better at what you're doing. Right. Now, okay, so you're saying that if anyone at all just wants to start off, they can go with the developer, right? So, yeah. in terms of architecture and development, like, what is the difference that you see? So, maybe since your role mostly relied on doing architectural stuff, right? So, your go to, go to option was just go with solutions architect. Now, do you think that everyone should go in that path or do you think someone who is actually interested with the certification is to get the perks of it, can just stick to the developer? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure some might actually have that question in their mind whether yeah. they, should be, they should do all the exams and stuff, but in so your case it was a motivation was for you to understand the whole scope of architecture. Right? Yeah. But when it comes to most of the developers, not all will play or work. Uh, so do you think the developer thing might work for them? Associate developer thing. Right? Yeah, I guess. I think it depends a lot on your current role and yes. what kind of work you want to be doing in the next one to two years. So if you want to kind of uh, be uh, uh, if, if you want to start designing architectures on AWS and kind of like cloud native architecture and things like that, then architect is the path. But uh, if you kind of see yourself in the more um, uh, developer role or, you know, like the kind of person that uh, doesn't want to think so much about designing solutions and find, because see, when you're designing a solution, it's very important for you to understand the business domain as well. Yeah. So without uh, having that, uh, you can't really design an application. So designing an application is a very different thing to actually developing an application. So I think Buddhika uh, can actually weigh in on this because uh, you've got like uh, seven years of experience in our current project in our domain and uh, that's what kind of helped you to become an architect, right? Yeah. I mean, you can't just, uh, it's not just the technical yeah. part of it. Obviously, like it's, uh, as Dilipa uh, told, it uh, totally depends on your current role and uh, of course your past experience as well. I, I think uh, I, uh, when we uh, select what certifications that we should do and what path we should go, we should consider our past experience because um, uh, what I noticed when I do the certification is uh, our past experience. It can be AWS or non-AWS, but uh, it can be our usual day-to-day -day work, product designing, development, etc. That experience that we have gained uh, will play a major role uh, when it comes to understanding all the concepts and everything. So, so when you are selecting the most suitable certification for you, it should depend on your current role and what you are going to do in a couple of years. Right. So, but given that since you have actually worked two years with database services, as in your project started moving from legacy, now the minimum requirement that AWS says that is one year of experience to the associate certificate. Yeah. Do you think that that experience of two years in general helped you in terms of the uh, exams or yeah. can anyone know just say, hey, I want to do the exam and just jump in? Is it like the requirement necessary that one yes. has experience? Uh, in, in my opinion, yes, a hundred percent. You need because it absolutely helped me. To kind yeah, of, uh, yeah. Uh, I also think that having that experience, like as you asked, like probably someone would be able to do that 
like you can prepare for exam like in three months two three months yeah. and achieve that that's fine but having that experience uh, uh, will uh, add a value like it it uh, it at the end of the exam it is not uh, just that you earn the certification but uh, but you earn some qualification so having that experience together with the preparation to the exam uh, will uh, make you uh, probably actual qualified person when it comes to this solution architect role so i think uh, having that experience uh, will add a uh, will add a good value yeah i think that's like kind of like the key difference between a academic qualification and a professional, professional qualification, qualification right so. so if it's academic you just study for something and you uh, learn it professional qualification i think a lot of people still do the qualification because you can still study and yeah. you can get through it you can get certified but then when someone that's properly experienced actually looks at your let's say you have this on your cv on your resume when you're applying for a job or something if you say okay you're an you have you're a solutions architect professional right but then you have maybe just one year of working with actual aws someone that's looking at your cv someone that's proper like like uh, someone at an architect role uh, that's looking at your cv wow. knows the value that this carries yeah. it's not going to be much yeah. you have professional certifications have to be backed by uh, experience and uh, we need that that maybe just that's just my opinion but uh, yeah that's true i think yeah in my case like personally in my case uh, like uh, when we start off with aws in burimappa two years back i was uh, i was involved in the product designing and everything and uh, for about uh, one year of time i was my role was quite different because uh, we had a better architect earlier and he left uh, like three months back two or three months, uh, back. Two or three months back so then i take over the architect role again and uh, like the last uh, one year my role was quite different i was like more mainly a tech lead and uh, lead in one of the project in the gulimapa project so I, I had to uh, spend some time, invest some time to refresh my knowledge again about the AWS and uh, so that part is also needed like you have to do some study part and some knowledge refreshing part that also needed so I had to do that but uh, that having some previous, ex- previous experience was definitely helped me to do it in a like, uh, like a shorter, shorter, amount shorter amount of time. Yeah. So, having covered your motivations and uh, like an overview of certifications in general, like she said, anyone can just do the exam. Mm. But how did you all prepare in terms of your exams? And <laughs> I'm pretty sure they have practice exams, but can you like give an overview on how your preparation was in total, like going from the practice exams? I'm, I'm, I'm aware there is an AWS initiative as well. Mm. How did that help you in terms of getting prepared for the exam? Uh, I think the AWS initiative helped a lot. So this is something that 99X does internally. We have uh, these um, we have these initiatives that focus around certain technologies or certain topics or something like that, right? And the, last year we had this AWS initiative, and what would happen is people that are part of the initiative would be given certain topics that you would uh, study on, and you would come and present to the um, and then we would meet like once a week or once a month or something like that. And uh, you would kind of present your findings on that particular topic and then we would run through a few questions that we find online. 
so for example uh, last night like i still remember what i did last year well, last year i think it was somewhere in june that i did this and i covered s3 right and there was so much that i learned about s3 during that time like i actually dug deep into s3 to really figure out how uh, for example like how the life cycle uh, of an s3 object works and things like that and when i found that this time when i was just going through the s3 questions all of that stuff just naturally came back to me uh, like i didn't have to kind of um, I, i didn't have to like go through uh, too much reading material on s3 or anything like that so likewise uh, we worked a lot with uh, vpcs and everything uh, in the project so we had this uh, actual experience with working with vpcs and things like that and this is i think where kind of to answer your previous question as well uh, how actual experience is important uh, i could uh, easily visualize uh, the kind of network that they were talking about when i was just reading the question because we had done these things before so the initiatives absolutely had so much uh, just having that community to talk to and also we have these uh, internal chat groups and things like that where we can ask questions and uh, talk to different people and uh, get help from other people so the community helps a lot yeah in my case also uh, this uh, initiative the aws focus group uh, sessions we had was helpful uh, and uh, when it comes to exam preparation uh, we had this uh, under aws initiative we have uh, this uh, uh, practice exams as well for just uh, for the company uh, swiss labs and uh, also some other resources published by aws uh, themselves and uh, and some uh, yeah and, and, and all the resources shared in this uh, aws chat mm-hmm. as i can remember yeah Apps, actually uh, that was nice right like just before the exams people were sharing blog posts, blog posts. and things like that like uh, yeah. i think right, it was what tutorial it has a cheat sheet so this is something we didn't see but uh, like that we didn't come across before but then just someone shared it on the group and then that was um, so helpful yeah. just the day before the exam just to go through that stuff there yeah kind of refresh your mind and everything kind of thing yes so, that uh, yeah those uh, resources help and uh, that a cloud group course as well yeah. to refresh and we understand the basic concepts probably mm-hmm. and uh, practice exams wise the dislabs questions dislabs uh, exams were helpful to uh, like get a in depth knowledge about the uh, each service mm-hmm. and also have get a proper practice for the exam Right. So this this labs, what exactly do they do in general? Like, is it a practice exam solution? Uh, this labs is a uh, this labs is um, it's a it's a kind of like a it's a place where you can find yeah. uh, not just for AWS but for a bunch of other cloud providers and a bunch of other technologies where you can go in and you can find the uh, exam preparation help. Right. Uh, really easily so one thing that they provide so one section one really tiny section is exam preparation help for aws uh, solutions architect associate yeah. exams yeah. and uh, they have like six or seven practice exams like actual yes. timed yeah. practice exams so and uh, one of these associate exams is about 2 hours long so you can actually go through one of those timed exams and um, uh, they also cover really in depth they have like a bunch of like questions that you can go through each service and kind of uh, go through questions there i actually failed every single one of those uh, 
practice exams when okay. it came to the services because those were really tough, right? But then the best part is when you answer a question, they will actually tell you the answer and kind of an explanation for the answer. So that's where you start learning. And that's where you start uh, figuring out, okay, so this is, so your, your, where your thinking was wrong. You know, like that's where you learn. Yeah. So that was really helpful to know. Yeah, and I want to highlight one more thing. Uh, one, um, uh, one of the resources that we had, AWS, uh, that's the uh, exam guide. Ah, yes, yeah, yeah exam guide, some two-hour course, yeah. two-hour set of uh, videos. Uh, where it uh, where we can get a very clear understanding about the uh, format of the questions and the uh, uh, yeah format of the questions and the uh, format of the exam yeah. that uh, the AWS uh, exam itself. So that was uh, that was really helpful to have a clear idea about uh, what this exam is going to be like. And also at the same time uh, they provide some. Uh, uh, they, they give us some uh, approaches that uh, we can be that we can use when it comes to answering the questions. Yeah. Uh, and this is provided by AWS yes. training themselves. Yes, AWS. As soon as you sign up for AWS training uh, on training.aws.com or something like that, uh, you actually have access to the, all of these resources. Yes. Right. So, in that regards, can we talk about? the format of the exams that you face and what are the action points that you took to get yourself certified? Like you said, you registered, went to the school. Ah, so, okay, so the whole kind of... Kind of the whole listing and the yeah. format of the exam as well. Okay. So, uh, funny thing there again, uh, we have been planning on doing this exam for the past year, okay, because this has been a real uh, pain point in our team that we didn't have anyone with the... Uh, that had uh, good enough experience or good enough knowledge, I would say, in AWS. So it was a huge pain point for us. So we've been trying to have uh, to, to do these certifications for a year. And so what happened uh, just recently was uh, we just said, uh, you know what, this is not working out. Let's just sign up for the exam. <laughs> so we actually went on AWS training and paid for the exam and signed up for it. And uh, we kind of knew we could uh, do this. Uh, like because we were working with AWS, uh, so we knew we didn't need uh, too much preparation. So what we did was we set up the exam date for two weeks. So it wasn't too far, but it wasn't too close either. So we had two weeks to prepare kind of thing. So that's the first thing you need to do, kind of commit yourself. Uh, because uh, when you sign up, uh, the exam fee is $150. So that's about 28,000 rupees, something like that. So that's a lot of money you're going to lose um, if you don't uh, prepare yourself and if you don't actually take the exam. So commit yourself, I think, is the first thing. And then uh, find resources. Talk to other people that have done it uh, and start to get access to these resources. So now, in regards to the format, what types of questions did they have for your exam? Maybe a few sample questions maybe that you actually faced? Yeah. What do they ask? Yeah, actually, uh... For that also, they have a uh, they have a exam. Uh, you can find the uh, find very detailed exam guidelines in AWS uh, site the site itself. Uh, so I think uh, yeah, reading through that uh, guidelines will be really helpful. Uh, they they have uh, as I can remember there are like uh, five main sections that uh, they focus uh, when it comes to exam. I think uh, we have a separate session on the yeah, uh, have, yeah. uh, practice so exams have, uh, and everything. Yeah, and yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so 
Yeah, we have, uh, we have, uh, so the thing is, uh, we, four of us kind of right. took uh, took this exam and so this is just the two of us, we have a second session coming up in yeah. the next two and they will kind of go in detail because right. there's this thing called the Bell Architected Framework okay. and uh, the exam covers different uh, areas of it, so there's five or six areas in the Bell, five areas I think in the Bell Architected Framework and the weightage for each area is different for each, uh, for different exams. Yeah. Uh, not the weightage, but the yeah, kind of like the ratio of questions you get from each area. Uh, so, yeah, I think that will be covered in the next session. Yeah, but anyway, uh, the, mostly the format of the questions that, uh, as, I, as we told earlier, it mainly covers the concepts. So, thank you, Buddhika and Nilipa, for joining us today in this session and sharing your thoughts in regards to certifications. So that's the end of the session for today. We will be publishing podcasts weekly, so follow our channel to get the latest updates. Uh, so until then, see you guys next time.